Hey, agility addicts, or soon to become one, welcome to Startline Podcast. I'm your host, Kara Armour, and I am here to edutain you about the world of dog agility. Join me as I spend time interviewing special guests, share my journey, successes, laughs, and failures. We all start somewhere and we all end up on a start line. My hope is to help you grow in the sport we all love. Episode 44, ready. Hey, Agility Addicts, I am back today with a little bit different of an episode instead of covering, which I will, all the issues and things that are going on in our community at the moment. I wanted to bring someone on that represents something that they're doing great in the pet community that not only can our agility community benefit from, but at first we all know that every dog and cat that's home with us is our pets first and that we're able to play sports with them is fascinating. But in my day job where I am working with pet first aid and CPR, both my instructor program and our class, our online class, I am constantly looking to partner and find products that improve pets lives and improve pet owners lives. And because I have this wonderful thing called a Google alert established, which makes my job easier in scrolling the internet, I came across these pet first aid kits that are appearing in Target. And I read through the product, I went to the website, and my mind was blown because this isn't just a traditional product. What these veterinarians are offering are a product that I'm going to let them get into it, but I really, this really just struck a chord with me because it, it, covered a gap that I think we were seeing, especially with the pandemic. So without further ado, because you know I like my guests to describe themselves and give their bios themselves because it's better than me reading something, which is super boring. I have on with me Dr. Dennis Schmiel, and he and his co-founder, Nancy Willerton, created this fantastic company called My Simple Pet Lab. And I'm going to let Dennis, I have Dennis with me here today because you can imagine they're both extremely busy, so Nancy couldn't make it, but I have had a chance to meet with her. And I'm going to let Dennis explain, kind of jump into to, you know, you're both veterinarians, give us a little bit of background, how you co-founded this, the reasons for it, and all the fascinating things that we talked about in our conversation. So first off, Dennis, welcome. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for this product. And I'm excited to have you and share you and your products with my listeners. Kara, thank you for having me. I love what you're doing. And it's a real honor to be on this uh, podcast with you. Uh, yeah, my name is Dennis. Uh, my, uh, I'm a veterinarian, and my background is uh, like you'd imagine for most veterinarians. I was in clinical practice uh, for the first phase of my career, so about 13 years, doing dogs, cats, and uh, and exotics, mostly in New Hampshire, but uh, always in New England. And uh, I was a, a Tufts uh, graduate, originally from Buffalo, uh, New York. Also, my, my wife is a veterinarian uh, as well. So uh, we've spent our entire lives in animal health. But um, the, the second part of my career, I, what I, one of the things I learned when I was in practice, I used to manage a, um, a four to five doctor uh, practice as a medical director. And one of the things I learned was that, uh, you know, through that process was that the better the practice could be at managing their operations and their business, the better the medicine that could be delivered to the practice. And that ultimately got me really interested in, in business. I came to understand that uh, medicine and business were two sides of the same coin, and so I did. The, I went to. I went back to school. Did a uh, got a master's in uh, in business administration, and then that landed me uh, in an industry with Pfizer Animal Health, which became Zoetis. And um, I got to 
through that um, that sort of second part of my career working with the Wedis, I got to visit lots of animal hospitals all across the country and really get a better understanding of what some of the the challenges were for the industry. And now this was all pre-COVID. Uh, I, I left uh, Zoetis in uh, 2018 and co-founded what became My Simple Pet Lab with um, a longtime friend uh, and colleague of mine, Dr. Nancy Willerton. And Nancy is, uh, uh, her and I knew each other through uh, business circles. She's from Denver, Colorado. And I was going to say, how'd you get from uh, New England uh, to Colorado? Yes. Yeah. So uh, she is, a, we, we were in this group called, called VMG or these veterinary management uh, groups and it's uh, leaders of the industry that come together to talk about how to uh, best deliver uh, veterinary medicine to to pets and to pet parents and uh, we'd known each other for 20 plus years through that and we really came to believe that there was a growing access gap uh, that was uh, underway, uh, meaning that it was becoming harder for a lot of pet parents to get uh, veterinary care for their pets. And uh, and we wanted to do something about that. And we thought that a, a very specific area that could help with access was uh, with home tests. And eventually, uh, we came to believe with home care uh, as well. And we were really interested both in creating products that uh, pet parents could get directly, that were authentic um, tests and care that veterinarians use on a regular basis, basis so they know and they, they understand. Um, and we, so we wanted to be able to deliver those things directly to pet parents that maybe didn't have easy access to a veterinarian, but we also wanted to uh, integrate those home test and care products into veterinary healthcare delivery and business models. So veterinarians could help their clients get better access uh, as well. And of course, COVID happened. And, yeah, uh, and timing uh, is everything. We, we, the fact that you had this concept <laughs> when pet ownership was already extremely popular. And then with the pandemic, I mean, you and I both being, you know, in the pet professional world saw it explode, explode. So right. good timing. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that um, that dynamic was happening uh, in conjunction with the realization that there weren't going to be enough veterinarians to mm -hmm. uh, to to meet that demand, not enough supply of veterinarians, not enough supply of veterinary technicians to meet that demand. And, you know, as well, there was, uh, you know, a lot of operational challenges that came with COVID, right, in trying mm -hmm. to deliver healthcare. And when we started My Simple Pet Lab, uh, before COVID, very few people knew what we were talking about. When we would go and say, hey, like, what we want to be able to do is let a pet parent collect a stool sample from their dog or their cat from home, send it from home, put it like literally put it like in the mailbox, send it to the to a, a, a professional reference laboratory uh, and get results back directly that they could share with with their veterinarian and results that they can understand. And that's something that we had in our first conversation. And so I right. did this kit. Right. Wendy, my young dog who you know, discretionary diet is not something she has. She's, she eats, she constantly 
eating everything. And so her stools are less than ideal sometimes. And I always worry about parasites, always. And yeah, I can collect a sample and go drive it to my vet, call them, make sure they can take it. Then it goes off to, you know, IDEX or Antec and who knows. And and I get these results back and I'm like, all I'm looking for is negative or clear or whatever. And right. it's it's a process. My husband, I'm going to say, we got your kit. My husband loved this. He goes, they thought of everything. You had the gloves, you had oh, the little, that's... it was just... It was well-branded, neatly packaged, because, you know, let, let's admit we're collecting stool. It's not it's not pretty. And you just made the process <laughs> kind of, this is going to sound weird, but fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, mean, yeah. For my husband, he's like, you know, <laughs> ugh. He was, he was like, I'll go do it. I'm like, okay, sure. I don't know. I just thought that was really cool. And then, of course, uh, you know, the the catch for me, I know this is not the main product, but the catch for me was the, the dog first aid kit. And that really... Again, the marketing, the information, it's in this sturdy kit that you can, typically this is where I keep them. I know it's not ideal because of temperature changes, but underneath my car seat, it's right there. It's accessible. It's right, I'm always in my car. I'm always out with my dogs in my car. So if you can have a couple of these in your house, it's durable. It's just, anyways, I just, I thought that was oh, so thank cool. You. Yeah. And it, it caught my attention that. too, because I have a small medical background. I grew up in a medical family. I can understand some medical jargon, but even I am caught up in some of these emails that come back. And my veterinarians are great. They share the results from, you know, IDEX, and this is not disparaging to them. That's their language. That's how they speak. When I speak agility and dog training, people are like, what are you saying? So I understand that, but you guys essentially translate it for us. And the email that came through was clear, crisp. And I was like, oh, sweet. You know, it explained, I don't have anything to worry about. We're all good. So... Yeah, I just—they're cool. They're okay, really thank you cool so, products. Thank you so much for saying that. It's um, you know, part of our mission has been to create a um, uh, a common language uh, for pet parents and veterinarians because, to your point, uh, those language is separate. Uh, the veterinarians have their own sort of medical language, and to your point, like getting uh, a result. Uh, set back from an IDEX uh, is full of acronyms, right? <laughs> that you know would require a lot of um, you know uh, googling to um, to sort through what all those things mean, and um, and you could really get yourself down into a rabbit hole. And so we were really passionate about let's make sure that our reports are understandable for a pet parent, but also um, tell the veterinarian everything that they need to know as well. And so. That's been a commitment that we've had since the very beginning, and we continue to um, uh, to work to achieve that because we feel like if we can give results back to the pet parent in a way that they can understand and feel empowered by, then they can go back to their veterinarian and, and ask educated questions. And the more that a pet parent understands for the why behind the results and the what the results uh, may mean, uh, the better they can you know care for their pet and make good you know, decisions with their, uh, you know, medical providers. So yeah, thank you for saying that we're, it, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a constant um, uh, work in progress of, you know, creating that sort of common language between the pet parent and the vet. And I went, I went in sort of blind. I mean, you, we had discussed some of that, but you sent me the kit and I was like, I didn't know how well it was put together. I didn't, you didn't describe any of the products to me. So I did know a little bit about the email, but then to get it myself, I was literally at a trial on my phone and opened it and it was in plain language. And I was like, great, you know, I think in a way what you're doing is providing access to more readily available peace of mind. 
I, we all yeah. know, particularly with veterinary care, when our dog has something like an ear infection or questionable stool quality or, you know, tummy upset, we want to make it better immediately. And so we battle, do we go to the emergency vet? Oh, geez, you know, it's eight o'clock yeah. on a Sunday. They're going to be really slammed. We are going to be triaged super low. We're not going to be an important because there was a dog hit by a car before. It's just the reality of the situation is we as pet parents have to decide almost how long can our pets wait with this discomfort. And you're bridging that gap between, first off, you're giving us the knowledge. You can send in for certain conditions. We can send in and know the exact treatment protocol that any veterinarian is going to offer. And so by testing, that allows the information to just happen faster and clearer for both parties, right? The veterinarians have their language and we have ours and the pet owners can understand simply, okay, yes, this is a yeast infection or this is a bacterial infection or, or whatever. And so the course of action for treatment that we can provide our pets faster and make them more comfortable quicker, I think is the overarching theme for me here and that gap that that fills, because there are a lot of people that will wait because of expense or because of time at the ER vet or because their vet doesn't open until Tuesday and it's Saturday night. It There's a lot of different possibilities. And the fact that you could send that out in the mail Saturday evening and potentially get back results, you know, by Monday or Tuesday before you'd even have that appointment, you know, I just think, yeah, for me, access to peace of mind quicker. Exactly. And I think, you know, with each of our like um, test examples that are on the market, the, the stool test, you know, for dogs and cats, the ear infection test for dogs uh, and, and for cats and the skin and itch test for dogs, those, those ear and those um, uh, skin tests are both uh, cytology tests. But in all those cases, they're, um, I've, what I, I sort of think about them as these sort of first response tests, meaning that they're the, the initial tests that veterinarians do for those conditions, right? Mm-hmm. So if um, if your dog is having GI upset, like, boom, the, the veterinarian will always do a fecal test because uh, if there are underlying parasites, well, that's an easy, uh, generally, uh, an easy solve. Uh, we don't want to go down the route of all sorts of other tests. If it's just parasites, we just have to deal with right away, right? And for any sort of skin uh, irritation or ear infection, the first test that a veterinarian does is the cytology, right? Like, is it bacteria? Uh, Is it yeast? Is it uh, uh, mites, right? Because that determines like, okay, if if it's bacteria, then we likely need an antibiotic or something that's antibacterial. If it's a yeast, a fungus, then that means we need to go down the antifungal route, right? Um, if it's a if it's a parasite, then we go down the antiparasitic uh, approach. So, and if that information uh, comes in advance of the exam, great, because yes. now the veterinarian's like, okay, like I already have that, so I don't need to do that right now. We can move on. Like now, I can either. Get treatment faster or to whatever other tests may need to be done depending on that pet's condition. Yes. But I'll, I'll say here that when we, we, we first, you know, we, we started on, on the diagnostic side with, with testing. And, um, and one of the things that we heard over and over again from pet parents was what you indicated, which was that, okay, great. Like I can test and I can get that result back um, in, in a relatively fast turnaround time that the, you know, the reality of course, is we need to move that sample from that pet parent's house uh, to the lab uh, in Denver and everything comes back USPS priority. So two to three day. And so pet parents would say, well, what do I do in the meantime? Like I can't get into my vet. 
you know, for a week and my dog's got symptoms like, right. It's scratching at its ears or it's itching at its skin. And I'm worried that it's going to start a hot spot or my dog's at loose stool now, but what if that gets worse? And so that led to the evolution and the creation uh, of these care kits, which are uh, a bundle of products intended for those early symptoms. So early symptom relief. And it provides, each one of those provides days of relief to the pet while you're waiting to get into the veterinarian. Because like you said about, uh, should I go to the emergency clinic or not, right? Dogs can start out with loose stool. And if you can get on top of it right away, if you know how to do that, either with, um, you know, the hamburger and rice and the chicken and rice, like that kind of thing that you're very familiar with. And if we can also intervene with some basic products like probiotic chews, fiber chews, kaolin pectin, like the combination of things gives us a, a, a reasonably good chance to stabilize or get that diarrhea under control until you can get to the veterinarian and not let it get worse that you end up at the emergency clinic before your regular vet appointment, which happens all the time, right? And the expense, of course, that comes to the emergency clinic and the wait times are tremendous for emergency clinic. Like no one wants to go to the emergency clinic. Or there's stress to your animal. I just completed my fear-free course. So yeah, it's it's, again, this this gap that you guys are covering is phenomenal. And the other thing that I thought was amazing, because here's my my entrepreneurial brain just goes on fire and my mom's always yelling at me, stop giving out free ideas, but I don't care. This is my platform <laughs> and it's free. I, and, and you are already doing this, but I was like, daycare should be selling these and veterinarians, which I know is, is, is the market you're going to obviously, particularly now are just your, I know they're available on Amazon and your website, which we're going to list, but for target, just the pet first aid and see the pet first aid kits are available, correct? In store. So in store. At target.com, all of our products are now on target.com. Oh, awesome, awesome. And all of our products are on Amazon. So, you know, for people with the Amazon Prime, for example, like they can get stuff quickly, right? Um, for uh, people that are in certain locations with Target, uh, uh, Target has um, some opportunities for same day uh, deliveries even with uh, through Shipped. Uh, so there, there are some op- opportunities to get um, things quickly. In-store Target today, we're in 550 uh, Target locations with the first aid kit, which is what um, the the um, the classic first aid kit, which yeah. is, you know, for wounds and injuries, um, uh, uh, you know, the minor sorts of things that you'd expect, uh, you know, bleed stop, you know, for, um, you know, tail, uh, toenail uh, bleeds, that I kind of laughed. stuff. I opened up. So, my first aid kits, I do have some styptic in there, but I have a old styptic stick and I have, oh, yeah, a, yeah. yeah, I have a student that her dog constantly is hitting this um, dew claw and it's bleeding. And I was, when I opened your kit, I was like, duh, <laughs> styptic powder. <laughs> like, ah. So I told my student, I was like, guess what I'm coming to the trial with this weekend. If your dog cuts his nail again, I've got styptic powder. And it was just such nice, a brainless nice duh moment i was like why why are these not in all first aid kits and that and to that point we can go out and i've done this i i run a dog walking company prior to having specific pet first aid kits i would literally build my own and i'd spend i kid you not probably 30 to 40 bucks on product alone at cvs and i have to know what to have and then i have to put it in this you know i, I had just tupperware containers You've taken all of that out. You've taken the practical stuff that you know traditionally 
for most you know, bleed emergencies or wound care is available in these kits. And that's the same thing that you've done with your diarrhea and your skin care. And all those kits have precise solutions to help symptoms. And that right there, because we're just left like, okay. And then there's some right. products you can get over the counter, but are they safe for the pH balance of a dog skin, blah, blah, blah. You know, all that. So the fact that I could just have this kit, I'm, you know, Phoenix, one of my big allergen dogs if she has a flare up, my only go to has been to literally put her in a pseudocol so that she does not rub her, you know, scratch herself so that she gets a bacterial infection. I yeah. mean, that's how we avoid it. I'm also super lucky that my veterinarian can get me in for a cyto point quickly, but still, there's a 24 hour wait on that. I have no way to help her. I have no solutions in my house that I can help her. Now I have a skincare kit. And so just yeah. those things, I feel like, huh. There's that. Yeah, it's like gap, a it's like rich. a backup. It doesn't doesn't mean you're not going to continue to use Cytopoint, right? It right, doesn't mean of you're course. not going to continue to go to your veterinarian. And um, and you may like sometimes be in those gray areas. Lots of pet parents are with using Apical or Cytopoint yep. or you know other products where they're just like, oh no, like the the product's wearing off, or maybe my pet's having a flare up and the dosage isn't enough, or yeah, I need to, or I'm like, I'm out of meds, I need to get meds. Like sometimes you just need like that sort of therapeutic band-aid mm -hmm. for a day or two or three to get your pet through and on the on the itch side you know i've always like as a veterinarian it, it, nancy felt the same way as did the rest of the team we have veterinary technicians uh that are, are um part of our uh, our colleague group at my simple pet lab and we're all really passionate about like putting out products that that work number number one right like they, they've got to be efficacious or what's the point and two they also have to be super safe as well and that's that's a tricky balance um but it's something that we worked really hard to achieve you know in our kits and to try to get products in those kits that are as close to prescription products as possible but mm -hmm. still over the counter still non-prescription and everything that's in these kits are things that veterinarians use these are products that are on veterinarian shelves. And so uh, we feel really good about what's in there. And like, for example, with the skin and itch, that uh, that uh, hydrocortisone, um, uh, basically lidocaine, it's a form of lidocaine uh, spray is really a, a nice product for um, controlling itch. Like, you know, whether it's on the paws or you've got a hotspot developing, um, getting that sprayed on there can be the difference of a dog being just mildly itchy and turning that into something that's, you know, a disaster, right? You've all seen like mm -hmm. golden retrievers, they get those mm -hmm. hotspots and they can go to a disaster pretty quickly overnight. Hotspots um, are scratching. amazing at how fast I had a, a doodle boarding at my house and it, his mom was like, oh, he's got this little spot right here. The next day it was like almost golf ball size, red and inflamed. And I was like, Jeez, I mean, he, he sat next to us in the bed. I was like, "How did that happen?" Right, it happens <laughs> fast. Yeah. And the other thing that's in that skincare kit, the other main product is the um, is the chlorhexidine ketoconazole spray. And so we took an approach there. Uh, chlorhexidine is antibacterial, mm -hmm. and uh, ketoconazole antifungal. And so, in, in both of these things, like either uh, skin. Uh, fungal like yeast infections or um, bacterial infections, usually um, cocci bacteria, usually like your staphylococcus. Uh, but those, um, when like the bacteria and yeast in high numbers are really itchy, like that, that's like what creates the allergy. Or if it's in combination with an allergy, that can create a lot of paritis and create a lot, that itch can create a lot of scratching and then a lot of skin damage. And so sometimes it just means like, 
if you can get some chlorhexidine, ketoconazole spray on the skin, like at that moment, you may not know, like, is it yeast? Is it bacteria? But we're covering for both and some spray that um, can help reduce itch mm. directly, you know, yeah. with the hydrocortisone and the, the that lidocaine uh, type uh, product. You, you can end up at least getting that uh, under control until you get to your veterinarian and then figure out what's going on. Not just putting a pseudocol on and hoping for the best. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's why I appreciate it so much. And I, because I have a multi-pet household, I have a cat and four dogs, you know, I stockpile some meds. I'm not going to lie. There's other people that do it. And I have those readily available, but I don't always have what (laughs) I need available. And to have a kit that I can just go to that kit and not be like, Oh, I need this. Where's this? Oh, this is expired by four years. You know, it's, it's, it's super helpful. And just to also get into it too, what I find unique about your products is they are not just target Amazon, um, you know, my simple pet lab products. These are products that veterinarians can carry. These are products that daycares can carry. These are products that any, you know, front facing to pet owner facility trainers can carry pet sitters, dog walkers, it's just, it's those products that help that I would feel great selling these to any of my clients because, hey, I'm bridging the gap between the veterinary care. And I think that's, you know, I've, I'm already talking with pro trainings and we're going to be switching over the kits. And mind you, it was actually just a dollar difference. Uh, so that was really cool. Oh, is that right? Um, okay. Yeah. So that worked out. But yeah, I just, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, to your point, like we wholesale, we'll wholesale, uh, not just do. But from an access standpoint, Nancy and I are literally the, the, the whole, we're passionate about access. And the access um, can't only be Target, they can't only be Amazon, right? So, yeah, so we're, you know, we're, we're passionate about us. And uh, access is, means not just Target, not just Amazon, not just our.com. It's about tests and care kits where, where pet parents are. Mm-hmm. And so our, our hope is over the future, um, in, in, the, in the near future, is to really get uh, these tests and care kits uh, into all sorts of uh, facilities from uh, grooming daycare facilities, facilities skin care kits for grooming. sure. Absolutely, <laughs> right? And groomers are a great example. Uh, same thing with daycare, where these are uh, you know passionate pet people that are oftentimes making their pet parents aware mm-hmm. of clinical signs, right? Mm-hmm. That they're seeing because they're more experienced at seeing these things. And um, and then having the ability to either suggest um, a care kit uh, for a uh, particular set of signs or uh, and or a test kit, you know, could be really uh, important for, um, you know, getting that uh, pet parent, um, creating the awareness that there is something going on that needs to be addressed and um, and hopefully, you know, getting them started on their way, you know, through that journey to, you know, a veterinarian. Hey, Agility Addicts, I get asked a lot what I do during the day to be able to enjoy my weekends doing agility. And I should share this more often because it's so related and relatable and necessary, particularly for all of us exhibitors that go to these events with our dogs. 
So I'm the marketing and program director for a pet first aid and CPR course. We have two different options. We have an online course that you can take that is pre-recorded by a board certified emergency veterinary medicine professional, Dr. Bobby Connor. And then we also have an instructor course, which incorporates our board certified veterinarian, as well as our master instructor, Arden Moore, who has a podcast herself that was recognized by Oprah. Anyways, I digress. My point is, I should be sharing with my audience what I do because essentially what I do is help others learn how to save the lives of their pets. I can't just say dogs because we do cover cats, but it's just cat and dog, pet first aid and CPR. It does provide you a certification, but more importantly, it provides you the knowledge and know-how of what to do in an emergency. It is not in the place of veterinary care. It is the bridge before veterinary care. A lot of the decisions and actions that we can take prior to rushing our dogs to the closest emergency center can make a world of difference for our pets and of course our wallet. So I just wanted to share that with you. If you guys are interested, highly I highly recommend checking it out. You can go to Pro Trainings dot com and search the courses and look for pet first aid you can also go to propethero.com but the big scoop is if you go to check out and buy these awesome courses when you do and it asks for a discount code put in start line and you'll get 20 percent off our online course is just 49.95 to get access to a veterinarian to learn all the emergency protocols you would need necessary to help your dog or cat in an emergency and with that, I want to get back to the show, but I just wanted to give you a little insight as to what I do during the day, and that is help people save pets' lives. Thanks so much, and enjoy the rest of the show. And also, I can uh, see, so when I physically got your product, it's in this amazing purple packaging, the, the Pet First Aid um, kit and the stool. A lot of it, you have the orange, and it's color-coded, which is fantastic. I, I'm a sucker for branding, and it's well done, and the insides are well done, and so... I immediately thought of my friend in Pennsylvania. She just opened up her own veterinary center. And I'm like, this would be perfect. First off, it would look fantastic in her purple-based Viking veterinary, you know, office. Oh, <laughs> and um, each other. <laughs> yeah, it'd be perfect. And then how wonderful is that that you can over the weekend or at an inconvenient hour be like, ah, my dog's stool, or oh, their ear, or oh, their skin, they've been scratching more. We can get the preliminary tests rolling so that when you walk yes. into the veterinarian, you're so much more efficient. Their time, your money, your pets, if that eliminates one extra visit, fantastic. Right? Sure, that's right. that's already yeah. helping the pet too in regard and also, you know, the money and and all everything that goes along with that. And the veterinarian's still okay because they have these products that are this, you know, basically passive income that can just sit there on their shelves and also benefit them and be that that bridge between, well, you've got to come in, we've got to do the routine. And then I'll give you some things to help your pet be comfortable, but we really need to wait on the results to really pick the course of action where instead your pet's uncomfortable. You've noticed it. You've already sent out. We've got the results back by the time you get to the veterinarian. So now we're giving you the prescription drugs your dog needs to heal faster. It's just so, I love efficiency. <laughs> it's so much more efficient <laughs> through yeah, no we... fault of any current, current veterinarians. You guys have seen you've seen this problem and it's almost a minutia that most people would overlook, but you created this solution for it. That's genius. Yeah. It's been fun to see um, veterinarians adopt and, and uh, sell the care kits. Cause just like with um, daycares, groomers will we'll wholesale uh, the test kits because, you know, we've, 
want um, them to be able to make some profitability, you know, in doing it because they're trying to run a small business, you know, as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, but for the veterinarians, it's fun because like they recognize that they want to be able to help a pet right away. And oftentimes they just can't, right. They're, they're mm -hmm. just, they're swamped with appointments swamped. and, um, and just trying to like, yeah, they're just trying to get through their day and see as many people. Short as they staffed. Can. That's been, and that's so, been the whoa lately. Right? Short staffed. Yeah. So them being able to offer the care kits is a, you know, here, like, we can at least get some relief to your pet until we can, you know, it's Monday until we can see your pet on Friday or it's Friday until we can see your pet on Monday. That, you know, that kind of thing or to get the, you know, the tests underway. You know, also share with you that how veterinarians are using the test uh, even more common on the recheck uh, side of the equation. So mm. in other words, your pet comes in uh, for say an ear infection. So you bring your dog in, uh, has an ear infection, the, the veterinarian that your technology and um, either applies treatment or sends you home with treatment. You've, uh, I think all of us with dogs have gone through and have had dogs with ear infections gone through that process of like the flushes and the ointments, right? You know, putting in the ears. Well, uh, that goes on for a period of time. Uh, or it, nowadays, if the veterinarian uh, uses a long-acting product in the ear, like sometimes that's that's appropriate. Mm -hmm. uh, you just have to now wait. Uh, for um, the two weeks or the four weeks until it's done. But uh, it's routine for veterinarians to recommend for the pet parent to bring that pet back in for a recheck exam. That's been harder for veterinarians to do in recent years because of appointment space. And uh, there's uh, arguably about 75% of the of those cases of the time, it's a it's a nice to have versus a must have. In other yeah. words, the veterinarian's like, okay, yeah, great, everything went well. Like, you know, pet your dog on the on the butt and says thank you for coming in. And that can be hard for a lot of pet parents, right? That are, you know, they've got kids or they're working or they're busy. Like they want to know that if they have to bring that animal back to the veterinarian, or or you mentioned care before fear free right there's another reason that some pets are you know it's if you don't have to bring them back in it's better to leave them at home well what veterinarians are doing now is they're um in, in come next year um the the uh, the number of clinics that we're going to be in is going to be uh, substantial. We're in a smaller number of clinics now, but um, through partnerships, uh, that's going to be substantial next year. So it, uh, so some of your um, uh, listeners uh, may experience this from their own veterinarian. But uh, what they're doing is they're, oh, Molly's, um, my kitty just joined me. Um, <laughs> what they're doing is that they'll see the pet for the initial ear infection, um, uh, prescribe treatment, and send that pet parent home with a test kit. Yep. So when the treatment is in the ear, send it to the lab, uh, and the results come back both to the pet parent and to the veterinarian. And uh, at that point, the veterinarian, based on the test results, decides, uh, and the pet symptoms, uh, we have a symptom survey, a short symptom survey that goes with uh, the, the results uh, from the pet parent, decides whether it's a priority to bring that pet back to the clinic or if um, that pet parent can move to, you know, to maintenance mode or, you know, get the, uh, you know, get the all clear. So what we find is then for the veterinarian and for the pet parent, we reduce the number of rechecks down to about 20 to 25 percent uh, by yeah, taking that I didn't even think approach. of it from that perspective. I thought about it only on the front end, but this is back end care too, with all the follow-ups. Right. Yeah. And how right. many times do you bring them in to be, you know, and, and we as pet parents, yes, we see the success and it's healing or not. But if you see the success mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, I'm finished and you stop, but you haven't 
your test would catch if you've gotten all the fungus or the bacteria, because if it still shows up positive, it's still there. So that would give you, give the veterinarian advice to tell the pet owner, you still continue treatment. Right. And so that's a lot of right. things that we exactly all right. wonder, did we get it all? Is it cleared up? Do I need to go get another bottle of, you know, the ear medicine? So, yeah, it's right. just, like I said, right. when I, when that Google alert and I get a lot of a Google alerts, cause they're all for anything related to pet health, pet wounds, you know, if a dog, if they do CPR on a dog or a cat, all I get all of those. But this one just, I was like, huh, it just caught my eye. And I was like, that's fascinating. I need to know more about oh, this. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And me being me, I just wrote you two. I just, you know, searched, figured out, figured out your, I have a program that figures out. Well, Carrie, you've seen, every, you've seen everything, right? In terms of, of uh, just the various um, conditions, right? The dogs uh, experience, right? Medically, as well as um, the, the how the pet parents are trying to engage with, you know, veterinarians uh, to uh, deal with those uh, those issues. So, um, so coming from you, it uh, it means um, it's a lot, uh, just given what you've seen, and um, and so having your, uh, you know, eyes on, you know, what we're doing is is really fun. Yeah. And my brain, you know, with pro trainings, super excited to um, partner up with that. But then I'm also thinking about my training, my dog walking, how there's so many, you know, since 2003, I've been working in some capacity professionally with animals. I was a groomer for a hot second because I just have absolute respect for groomers. That is one of the most difficult jobs I have ever done. Um, so please, everybody remember to be kind to your groomer and tip your groomer, <laughs> just a little sidestep there yeah. because that, that was one of the hardest jobs I've ever done in my life. And I just, Great call I, out. we're, we're, we're the front line, the pet care people. It's not that these pet parents don't see injuries or symptoms, but just like a puppy, we can't see a puppy grow when we stare at it every single day. Only after a few weeks, we're like, wow, he is getting big, bigger. Meanwhile, you don't see your friend for a week or two and your friend's like, your puppy is gigantic. It's the same concept. It's the same idea. We're not, (laughs) it's hard for us that our parent, the pet parents that are exposed to our animals every single day, we're like, are they limping? You know, where, when I go in for interviews for dog walks or training, I'm hands on this animal. I'm like, oh, do you know about this lump right here? And they're like, no, what is that? Or they're like, yeah. I I mean, I've literally found, um, I found mammary cancer on a Shih Tzu once. I was oh, holding gosh. the dog yeah. and I was like, there's this hard lump right here. If you had this checked. Yeah. So again, this is not to say that pet parents can't see this. This is that, you know, when they start seeing it or another pet care professional, which it does fall on the daycare attendee, the dog walker, my dog walkers have found amazing things. They found broken toes that the owners had no idea. And so my point is when I see a product that's making pets and pet owners lives better and you're piling in veterinarians too i'm gonna jump all in (laughs) i'm gonna say how can Uh i share this with more people because we have a compassion particularly now for veterinarians it was bad pre-covid and it's just the expectations and the level of care needed now has grown exponentially and the amount of people the sheer amount of people entering the veterinary field is not there to make it up and so all that does is already take people that were under pressure and puts more pressure on them. So if this alleviates the follow-up visits and allows the the schedules to open up for just a few more pets to get in for, you know, initial consultations, 
wonderful because anytime one of my clients right. who's being proactive and they're going to get a puppy and they're not getting it for, you know, the, the litter was just confirmed. I go call your veterinarian right now and make an appointment, but it's not even on the ground. Call your veterinarian right now and make an appointment. <laughs> so this will yes, help yeah. open up. This is just one small way in a massively beneficial way that it will help just that one facet of opening up more appointments, empowering pet parents to, you know, any animal parents to make their, their cats and dogs more comfortable faster. Right. And that to me is the world right. because I really, really like what you're doing. I really want to share what you and Nancy have co-founded together. And I, again, this is stepping outside of start line where I talk about agility and everything that we do, but it's really not at the end of the day, we all share our lives with dogs, many cats too. I have a cat and it's just nice to have a product available to us that lets us feel less helpless and helps our pets faster. Oh, thank you for saying that. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, and, it's, it's part of like expanding, like your point on the, uh, uh, just the empowerment of the pet parent and allowing them to be able to do more uh, in, in ways to help their pets and that are, that are effective and, and safe. Uh, you know, part of that mission of ours to expand access includes paraprofessionals and the um, it's it's not just about being able to put testing care products like with um, with groomers uh, for them to sell or at daycares or you know pet hotels um, it's it's also about giving those people that um, you know we've been talking about that have a lot of pet experience like you know yourself and feeling that, uh, I think you said that the Shih Tzu with a, um, you know, mammary, what became a, what ultimately was a mammary tumor, mm -hmm. uh, but giving those people an ability to be more engaged in the healthcare system, you know, for pets, um, to, to be able to uh, have uh, veterinarians like, you know, myself and Nancy be able to create uh, opportunities for uh, them to uh, recognize conditions, recognize signs, and be able to help uh, provide relief or provide like a first step uh, toward a diagnosis, uh, you know, for that pet. And and I think, but by doing that, as we kind of think at scale, that level of sort of education and um, engagement, I think is a hopeful way to um, to. to bring more care uh, to pets uh, sooner, right, than, uh, than later. And uh, as we talk in veterinary medicine, we talk a lot about now the, the spectrum of care and, um, and really trying to get care in the places that it's needed uh, as soon as possible, that there's this sort of concept of gold standard care, right, which we've, you know, all of us veterinarians were trained on, like, how do we offer the best of the best of the best? But uh, the, the profession as a whole is thinking more about, um, you know, premium care is is one aspect uh, of care, but there is also uh, other aspects uh, of care, meaning like things that are more first response, things that can be done from home that can hopefully help um, prevent pets from getting into triage situations or emergency situations, urgent care situations? What more can we do? And so as we think about the sort of spectrum of possibilities uh, in the in the in these care scenarios, I think that uh, early, uh, from home, 
early, you know, intervention with clinical signs, you know, at home uh, can, uh, you know, can be helpful and prevent people from getting into those situations where, you know, it ends up being unaffordable, right? Mm -hmm. Or it ends up, you know, in a situation where now the pet's in a, uh, in a really bad place, you know, gone from, say, loose stool to, you know, hemorrhagic bloody diarrhea that requires mm, dehydration and just feeling clinic. miserable yeah 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 and i think the two words that keep popping into my mind when you describe your product and what you're doing is empowerment and efficiency and those yes. are words to me we're empowering pet parents to be able to do something right we can now act we can act safely with the guidance of veterinarians these products are you know put together and packaged by veterinarians to cover the basic essentials to get the pet as comfortable as they can until they can see the vet or maybe on some cases resolve the issue because it was minor enough. It was right. the care was applied soon enough that it, the right. problem was mitigated. So yeah, I right. just, yeah. <laughs> Empowerment and efficiency. I feel empowered as a pet owner to have these kits together that I can use on my animals, particularly I travel a lot. I'm not always near my veterinarian. And as we know, not every veterinarian is willing to get Joe Schmo in because then you've got to get the record transferred and they have to know that your dogs have had all their shots. And it's just, it's not easy to travel with pets. I always, you know, my rabies certificates are laminated and in my car. I carry all the information in my phone. My husband has a backup. Phone. It's just, but at the end of the day, if I can travel with some of these kids, if Phoenix has a flare up when we go down to Florida because there's pollen there that her body's not used to, great. I can make her feel better within a day or two rather than having to wait or get in, you know, lose time at a competition because I've got to go to the veterinarian. So yeah, there's yeah, endless, yeah, yeah, right. endless possibilities uh, for your kits and for the peace of mind and the efficiency that they can bring the veterinary field and the, the relief they can bring in just, you know, just like you said, reducing recheck appointments. So yeah, the cases were built in a way that them gives extra space in them as well mm -hmm. on purpose because um, you may have and most people specific things that they use for their dog yeah, like hydroxyzine uh, going so in my skin and be... care kit <laughs> <laughs> right sometimes like you've got a specific medication or something that you know so it's nice to have some extra room and there's you know a thousand decisions that you know come into play when trying to put together a, a kit and um and the pluses and minuses of of various um you know things so uh like the stability of the product you know over time for for example but you know we've really you know tried to do the the best we could to put in uh the products that pack the um the, the give the most impact yep. uh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, that blend, that balance of uh, safety, efficacy for the, you know, the most common uh, clinical signs, you know, that, uh, you know, we see for, you know, either ears or for skin, uh, for stool and, uh, you know, first aid. So. Well, excellent. I think the last point that I wanted to hit home, I don't know if we necessarily touched on it. You did talk about having, you know, your laboratory out in Colorado, but what also makes you unique is you're not reliant on these larger, you're not putting further stress on these larger laboratories. You actually have your own. So you can control the language and you can get the results at theoretically a faster rate. I know obviously there's, you can't speed up growth of bacteria faster, but you, there's not a backlog. There's not, I know I have a friend that works at IDEX and she is like, they are crazy. Uh, you, you know, the amount of samples that came on, come in on a daily <laughs> yes. basis. 
So yes. for, for you to provide a little bit of relief there too, because you guys went as far as to have your own laboratory. I think that's something to touch upon and mention because again, that's unique and efficient and not, you're not, you've created a product that alleviates so much burden and does not add anything. You, you contribute, you do not, um, you know, take space. You're, you're adding to the environment. I think that's wonderful. Oh, thank you. We have a, a a beautiful lab space in in Denver. It's actually our, our version two now of our lab. It's uh, what I would describe as a lean laboratory, meaning that um, we focus on uh, uh, running tests uh, for the tests that we offer. In other words, um, we don't try to do every test on on the on the planet, everything for everybody we focus on our specific test type so that um, helps a lot when it comes to uh, the the standardization uh, of protocols and uh, and training and um, and fast uh, turnaround time so uh, most of our results are back to the pet owner the same day that they hit the lab but we um, we uh, our, our, our market promise is within 24 hours so within one business day but they're almost always uh, um, back to the pet parent and veterinarian uh, if there's a veterinarian um, attached to the um, uh, to the results uh, same day and um, and we're a, a day evening lab we don't do overnights like most of the um, the industrial labs uh, do overnights which is rough that third shift is um, is really hard when you're reading uh, samples uh, overnight and so we've got um uh, uh, or unusual from a lab standpoint and that we have windows with bright lights <laughs> you know that <laughs> like natural light and I'm um, at a lot of glass so it's actually a really wonderful work environment and our team, is an extraordinarily experienced team. Um, our head of laboratory, for example, uh, Tiana Crane, she has uh, 20 plus years and run labs for Antac. Uh, she's um, She's been um, head of, uh, so her experience is, uh, is enormous. She brings that uh, real world experience, how we set up our laboratory, but uh, doing it in a way that creates modern technology that allows us to um you know to connect digitally uh all of this together from the activation of a test kit um to results uh at the laboratory when the laboratory technician pushes the results button uh that the pet parent uh, together maybe i'll just mention about the lab is we uh we also do our own research uh, as well we have a research arm uh, to our organization and um in fact uh, uh kayla dunn who is our uh, research uh, lead uh, is going to be presenting at the um, uh, american college of veterinary pathologists uh next week in chicago uh, i'm going to go there as well but uh, we have um uh this is now two years in a row that we're there uh, to uh, present work on uh, the stability of uh, ear psychology uh, samples when taken from the home environment. So this data demonstrates a stability uh, up to five days uh, oh, of an ear sample collected in. So you, you've uh, used in, what you've collected in, and then in to help further research. That's great. Yes. Yeah. It's not nothing to get accepted to um, do a specialty conference like this which is why I, I brag about it a little bit. But just like we, you know, we, we we're passionate about the integrity of the samples and the credibility of the results. And it's important uh, when it comes to talking with veterinarians and um, because that's a little bit different, right? The, you know, collecting, so being able to support that 
transport, that sort of unique transport method. And we use a very specialized um, uh, uh, test tube uh, for ear and skin samples, but to be able to support that with uh, uh, data uh, presented at scientific conferences is, is really important. So uh, we take that uh, very seriously. Well, I'm impressed and you caught my eye. <laughs> and I hope that my listeners will A, start to see your products, but B, get hands on your products, even just for travel, even just for having for because most agility people have, um, you know, at least obviously one dog. But we're a multi-dog household and, you know, it's it's something that's beneficial to us and we're involved in the pet community. You know, I teach a lot of pet classes as well. And like I said, the dog walking and training. So um, I hope this has a great reach. I hope people, um, you know, go, you can go on to mysimplepetlab.com and check out all the products. Right. And again, they're available on Amazon. They're available on target.com and select products in Target stores. So Dennis, is there anything else you would like to share with my Agility Attic listeners? No, uh, all I want to say is just thank you so much uh, for for having me, and um, and certainly if um, if any of your um, listeners do use any of our testing care products, uh, we'd love to hear from you, uh, and um, whether that's uh, you know feedback, suggestions, uh, comments, uh, etc. But thank you so much for having me. It's been really fun talking with you, Kara. I'm so glad to know you, and um, looking forward to uh, working with you further in the future. Yes, my pleasure. I look forward to it as well. Thanks for listening. And as always, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on whatever podcast platform you listen to this on. And I've also added a donate button. I kind of feel weird doing that, but this is costing me a lot of time and I really want to bring you guys good information. I make no money off this product I just recommended. I just thought it was amazing and I had to bring it to my listeners and pet owners and especially agility people because these kits are super cool for travel and I have them in my car. But anyways, if you want to go to startlinepod.com and there's a little donate button there up on the top left, I would appreciate anything. You know, I do like Starbucks, but Dunks is fine. $5. Anything would be great. Thanks, guys. Take care. Bottle of wine's nice too. Just so you know, that's like $8.99. I don't drink expensive stuff. You guys are the best. Bye.